All right, boys and girls, it's another edition of the Black Flag Playbook presented by Only Podiums and Scott Fowler. Uh, I am Bradley Sauce here, joined today by uh, Mason Dunn. Typically, uh, Reagan is uh, has been uh, on the show the last two weeks, and he's been obviously the whole season, but uh, he is not here currently. Uh, we messaged uh, in the group chat about 7, 7.30 tonight. It's uh, now uh, 9.06, and uh, he said he'd be good for 9 o'clock. And uh, he he is not. So we're going to see if we can't join. let him join the show when he does finally get here. Uh, because if you listen to the Black Flag podcast, you know about my uh, hectic travel schedule on Monday. And uh, I'm still trying to get caught up on uh, having to move into a new apartment. So, uh, oh, look at that. Perfect. Reagan joins. We're not even done the intro. All right. Maybe he didn't. Time filler. Okay, Welcome, there pal. He goes. There he goes. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be a little shocked. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm say, uh, Don't say any bad words. Yeah, we're already recording because I was like, I'm just going to record and see if I can even get Reagan to uh, be able to join in while we do this. Um, so again, Black Flag Playbook, Only Podium, Scott Fowler, Black Flag Podcast, Mason Dunn. Uh, I am Bradley Saucier, Sauce 9-6, Mason Tireman 69, and Reagan Parent at Reagan Parent 17. So how are we doing back from the back from the minor league playoffs? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. back from somewhere. I don't know, but I made it. Yeah. Yeah. Mason's baseball season ended and uh, Reagan uh, just left the bar, I think. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, going off of last week, so uh, updated totals for the season. Uh, I went plus two ninety uh, with a couple, couple hits in the cup race. I believe it was a uh, priest top 10 and Blaney top three uh, plus 290 new total to, uh, $2,215 Reagan went minus 500 unfortunately for a new total of $1,638 uh, and Mason went minus 220 for a new total of $4,620 uh, so Talladega wasn't too good for uh, most of the crew uh, Mason and I were already talking about it definitely kicking ourselves that we did not take Brett Moffitt uh that's one of those guys that's always got on the plate track and then going down into a lower division and uh he outsmarted a lot of folks so uh that's an absolute bummer but uh he will be in competition this weekend in his uh, usual car because there's no trucks they are uh xfinity racing at the charlotte roval uh and the notable entries uh the 11 is going to be uh jordan taylor uh the 17 is going to be boris said the 19 is going to be myatt snyder and the 53 is going to be uh, Connor Daly. Uh, some some flashes. Friend, friend of the program, Connor Daly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all super good friends that one time, even though Bob wouldn't bring up the fact that he uh, got mad at him on Twitter one time. Uh, so at Texas, the last time out, John Hernemichek won over Parker Kligerman, who was on my shit list. Uh, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, and Justin Allgaier. Uh, the Roval in 2022, AJ Allmendinger won over Ty Gibbs, Noah Gregson, uh, who the fuck is Davison? And uh, uh, some Joe road Brown. course guy was running for Gibbs. Ah, and uh, Justin Allgaier. Um, let's see. Average running position in that race last year: Ty Gibbs had a two, AJ Allmendinger a four, Justin Allgaier and Sheldon Creed both with seven, Noah Gregson eight, Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer both ten, and uh, Sage Karam and Alex LeBay both eleven. Uh, fastest laps in the race last year, Ty Gibbs, 18, AJ Allmendinger, 17, Sheldon Creed, 9, and Sam Mayer, 2. Uh, laps led in the race last year, 
AJ Almadinger, 25, Ty Gibbs, 24, Sheldon Creed, 18, and Brandon Jones, 3. And last year in the race, the percent, uh, percentage of time that the driver, this driver spent in the top 15, Ty Gibbs, 100% of the time he was in the top 15, Justin Allgaier and Sam Mayer, both 95.8% of the time. Uh, AJ Allmendinger and Josh Berry, 93.1. Alex LeBay, 88.9. And Sheldon Creed, 87.5. And uh, Mason, so the, the metric uh, for any new listeners, you want to uh, just go over that? Yeah, so it's kind of just a, a little math equation bringing up the last race, the last race at the track, the last three average, and the last three are similar tracks. So for this, uh, all road courses, I think it was like what um, for Xfinity, Watkins Glen, um, Portland, and somewhere else. Sonoma, maybe. I don't know. All road courses. Um, but yeah, well, each of those had a different little fractional point, uh, 30% for the the last race and the last race of the track, and then 20% each for the other two. And then obviously, lower the score, the better. Do we run through the top 10 or? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that? Yeah. So Nemechek comes in number one with a 4.27. Uh, Allgaier, uh, right behind him with a 7.2. Brandon Jones, 9.4. Chandler Smith, 9.5. Sammy Smith, around the top five. At 10.37, then you get Sheldon Creed, 11.07. Ryan Seed, not really been in the metric much this year, but he comes in with a 13.53. Parker Kligerman, 14.67. Austin Hill, 15.2. And Cool Custard, rounding out the top 10 at a 7.33. And uh, for anyone that is uh, new, or actually really for anyone that has been listening all season long, uh, a lot of times the winner does come out of this top 10. Uh, that's That should be as no surprise as to uh, what factors into all of it. So um, for me, uh, you know, a guy that I was definitely eyeing um, that I, I see Mason, I was also eyeing uh, Sam Mayer not on that. So that'll be uh, interesting to uh, try to, uh, you know, see if, you know, how good he'll be this weekend. Uh, and I'll, I'll have to see if, if I'm going to still stick with him, even though he's not in the Mason metric top 10. I, mean, um, I think the last couple of weeks kind of killed his, um, yeah, that's I mean, he thirty eighth last week, uh, last three average of thirty seven. Yeah, that's what's killed him. But I mean, obviously he's been good on the roadies, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, what else we got here? Like t- top fives at the uh, at the Roval. Uh, Allgaier and Hemrick both have two. Uh, Jones and LeBay both have one. Uh, all the rest of them are uh, cup drivers now. Which obviously you won't see any of them this weekend. Right. Yep. So that's uh, and that that makes a lot more sense why uh, all the uh, the odds were very very high on a guy like uh, Justin Allgaier. So uh, yeah, who uh, who who are we thinking, boys? Right off the top, Xfinity Series at the Roval. Um, seems like a guy like uh, Justin Allgaier is heavily favored when it comes to the odds. So, um, yeah, who uh, who are we thinking? I, I tweeted it when the entry list came out. I I just I wish that Sage Cameron was in that twenty four again, and not Mozak. I, I I've been waiting, I foaming at the mouth to bet on a on a Sage Cameron finish, and I'm not going to do it in that Carlon sixty sets. Um, 
I mean, LeBay's back. LeBay was really good in the 36 last year, just outside the top five. And you look at the guys in front of them, and like four of them, I think. The only one, yeah, four of them are not going to be there on Saturday. So he could be theoretically the second best driver coming into it this weekend. And I'm sure he, you know, he knows this, this is his moment. Um, when probably not in the Jocelyn car, but the three guys that I kind of pits on the short list are all fighting for that. You know, this is a playoff cutoff race that's don't come into it. Cause we also got to think you got to balance who's going to go for stage points and who's going to go for wins. Cause a lot of times when guys pivot and go for stage points, they don't even finish in the top 10. Um, I think a guy like Sam Mayer knows it's, it's, it's win or bust. Parker, Parker's probably going to run for stage points. So I, I, eyeballed him because plus 950 is a good odd. Kligerman has the potential to be good on a road, a road course. But I think I'm going to, he'd be a back burner one. Like maybe if after qualifying, he looks really, really good. Uh, it'd be worth a look. But I think Sam Mayer and Cole Custer at plus 400 each have got to be the leaders in, in most people's uh, thought process. Yeah, and so going off of what you mentioned about the the going for stage points, guys that are right around that bubble, Sheldon Creed is only plus nine. Um, so that takes him not out of contention for the win, but I mean almost. Uh, you know, if he if he doesn't go and get as many stage points as possible, he's not gonna make it even to the next round. Um, that'll end his playoff hope. So and then a guy like Daniel Hemrick's only plus one. Um so, I mean, that takes those guys not completely out of contention, but it's going to be very risky if you end up putting those on your bet slip. And uh, for anyone that obviously knows this show, I have bet Sheldon Creed about a thousand times this year. So I'm going to I'm going to hold off this week just uh, based on that. So, um, yeah, it's I mean, it's tough to you say this is a cutoff race. Yes. OK. And obviously you got the sexy picks out there, the the the. Jordan Taylor and, and that's God knows who we all thank God the old man's back. So I was actually eyeballing Jordan Taylor right now, at plus 1200. My problem is how he did the last time in that car and it wasn't good. No, but he's got some experience under his belt now going to the Roval. He's ran laps there before had to have in something. I don't know. He's only going to be going there for the win. He's not going for stage points. You know, whatever strategy they're going to be on, they're trying to win that race. So give, me your, the, give me the 11 card. Give, give me Jordan Taylor. You're going to go ahead and book it? I'm going to book to, it right now. To your point, he did win the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship race at the Roval in 2020 with Antonio Garcia mm. in a Corvette. So he does have Roval at Spirits. Uh... For me, I'm, I think I'm going to stick with a with a playoff guy, um, a guy that really needs to to turn it on, and he's one of the guys that has won, not been a, won a cup race, won a road course race, and not been a full time cup driver. So give me Cole Custer to break the tie with Sam Mayer for two road course wins at plus four hundred. I just feel like it's it's his time and and get himself locked in the, the round of eight and hopefully make uh make daddy happy. Oh man. So I, I was definitely eyeing Cole Custer. Uh, I do think that he'll be a, a factor obviously on Saturday. Um, you but, still need him to win another one for a bet too. 
I do. Yeah. And I need, I need, I should have mentioned that to Herbs this past weekend. Um, but, uh, maybe really fucking me. Maybe, maybe I'll text him and uh, let him know that he has a couple more weeks or else he's going to owe me 50 bucks. But, uh, no, so, uh, Custard, I think I would lean Custer over any of the other guys that are, that are favored. Um, and then that's all guy or in mayor, at least on DraftKings here. But, uh, looking down a little bit further, comes in number one on the Mason's metric top 10. Uh, anytime that I think that you can get a John Hunter Nemechek at any sort of plus a thousand anywhere close to it, I think you absolutely got to take it. Uh, that 20 car has been on a roll. John Hunter Nemechek's been on a roll. Um, he is on my shit list, but I will remove him for this race because plus 1100 on John Hunter Nemechek is how you make money. So, um, give me John Hunter Nemechek plus 1100, um, flirting with that plus 1300 that uh, Jordan Taylor has. And if I'm going between both of those two, I'm absolutely taking John Hunter. So uh, give me JHN, unfortunately, as uh, much as that physically pains me. And and you probably saw my hand move. You solidified my top three bet because I was eyeballing him. He's plus 325. I'm going to take John Hunter for a top three. I think, uh, I think he'll be good enough. Um, but maybe have a stumble early, maybe get into it with a teammate again and have to claw his way back and just be second or third. Mm. But then he might win and we both profit, and then we'll be fine. I'm going to yeah. take Parker Kligerman for my top three. At plus you, you know Ray, Raiden's just doing that just to... Just, to... just because <laughs> I've hit on it once. Brad has him on the shit list. I've hit on him once. I hope I hit on him again. Give me Parker Kligerman. The the level of grudge, uh, the level oh. of pettiness of Brad's grudge is has got to be at at least Lee Petty by now, hmm. if not Dale Inman. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. It cost me the win with uh. It wasn't even on on the show, but uh, it cost me like. Uh, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks at, at uh, Texas. So, yeah, he can absolutely get bent. I'm going to – oh, man, do I want to swing as hard as I could right now? Um, Yeah, I'm going to go – I'm going to go very far down the list. I'm going to take the same odds that I got on John and Nemechek, and I'm going to parlay that. And by parlay, I mean pick them separate. Uh, I'm going to go with Riley Herbst, top three. Um, specifically because, so I, I assume last year he had to go for points because he was in the playoffs. Now this year he's not in the playoffs, but in stage one last year, he finished in the fifth spot in stage two, he finished second to Ty Gibbs. So I would assume that he was going for stage points, but you got to be good to be able to run up there and get those stage points, obviously. So uh, coming in with a 31 quality passes last year, the only, uh, the only, Guys more with Sam Mayer with uh, 33 and fucking James Davison or whatever the fuck his name is, also with 33. So, uh, obviously, Herbs was working. Herbs was fast. Uh, he was in a wreck on lap 60. I was trying to figure out what happened because he finished three laps down. Yeah, so... He was it, in the big one. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was obviously running up front. I mean, plus 1,100 on both of them guys. It, I'll be sitting pretty for the whole weekend, at least positive, if uh, either one of those guys finished where they, uh, where they can. So, give me Riley Herbs top three. And with you talking him up so much and how good he's going to run, give me Riley Herbst for a top five at plus 600. Just so if he finishes fourth. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm getting absolutely cocked this whole show. <laughs> you have a grudge week. 
Yeah, yeah. I had a ba- I had a bad week last week at Dega. I mean, get rid of yellows. Christian Eckes would have won the truck race. We would have been in the profit. Like, I'm just I'm here for redemption this week, and I'm just fade Brad. Pick whoever he hates, and we're just gonna let it ride. Hmm. If wishes were fishes, the the frozen fish stick business would be out of out of business. Um. I wanted I wanted so bad to go LeBay here at the top five spot at plus nine hundred. I feel like he's due. Um, I don't know. I looked at his his stats for the year though. He's been right there at the edge of the top ten. Hasn't quite done it. So I kind of I don't know. I want to I want to swing, but not go too crazy. Uh, Mozak is right there at plus 1100, and, and we know the Sam Hunt cars have gotten better. Daniel Hammert's got two top fives at the Roval, and and he's fighting for his playoff life. But my heart is telling me to go off the list, go off the metric, go off the rails, put on the wig that I don't have here, and give me a Boris said top five. In the HendrickCars.com ride at plus 225. Let's go. Now, for anybody who's a either under drunk, the like age a, of 25 like, that doesn't know who Borset like, is, drunk who I am right now, or uh-huh. like young and who in the fuck is Boris said? Hey. He's the guy that wanted to beat the bug eyed dummy named Brett Biffle. <laughs> that, that is a really good way to put <laughs> <Good> it. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. That is a good answer. Yeah, no, he uh, he the the road course ringer that used to show up and then uh, run good and not usually win. <laughs> he had his wait, he had his own car for a while and he drove for Robbie, didn't he? Because I remember the first when when I raced and finally let you do custom schemes. The first scheme I ever had was the No Fear number sixty that Boris used to drive. Mm. In his brief stint as a owner driver, he got see fifty five Cup starts. 29 Bush starts. Now he's driven for Spencer, Robbie Benton, Ed Renzi, Everham, Joe Gibbs, Carl Long, who hasn't. Uh, he's He was uh, the OG um, road course rainer back in the day. And he does have one Bush win to his record at Montreal. Mm. Up in Canada. Up in, up in the Canada. Uh, let's see. So I, I got a top five. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, with a somewhat surprising pick, but, uh, I'm really just weighing on the uh, Mason's metric this week. Cause, uh, I've been, I've been looking for odds plays, but also taking into account that uh, there's going to be some drivers that aren't going to be really going for the win. They're going to be going to try to bank points. And a lot of the guys that I want to take at the top five spot are going to be banking for points. I think, I think a Sammy Smith, I think you need to be kind of in the points, uh, early in the race. I think, uh, now, Sheldon Creed, Daniel Hemrick, Parker Kligerman, them guys really going to be uh, trying to fight for the points. So I'm going to go a little bit off the board and uh, go back to the Masons metric top three and go with a Brandon Jones top five at plus 600. So going with all pretty steep odds plays, um, but uh, certainly uh, don't. I mean, those are those are three names and I'm not it's not quite Boris said, but. Uh, you know, you can you can win some money, I think, with those guys. So uh, I feel pretty decent about it. But yeah, so uh, I got John Arnimacek to win top three. I got uh, 
Riley Herbst, and then I got Brandon Jones top five. And and rain doesn't appear to be a uh, factor. I looked at that earlier. Um, See, so yeah, I'll have my guys I'm keeping an eye on through practice and qualifying, but I'm I'm sticking right now with for the show. A Custer win at plus 400, a Nemechek top three at plus 325, and a Boris said top five at plus 225. Reagan, who you got? We have a Jordan Taylor win at plus 1300 on Caesars. I got the extra 100 there. Um, Parker Kligerman for a top three at plus 250, and Riley Herbst for a top five at plus 600. I love it. I love it. We're on to the Cup Series. Uh, notable entries, the 15 is uh, Andy Lally. The 38 is Zane Smith. The uh, 42 is fucking sucking fucker. Uh, and the 62 is Austin Hill. Uh, at Talladega, Ryan Blaney picked up the win over Bill Byron, Denny Hamlin, uh, Corey LaJoy, and Austin Sindrick. The Roval in 2022, Christopher Bell won over Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, AJ Allmendinger, and Justin Haley. Uh, average running position throughout the race last year, A.J. Allmendinger and Tyler Reddick, three. Chase Elliott, five. Uh, Justin Haley, six. Kevin Harvick, Michael McDowell, eight. Christopher Bell, nine. Cole Custer, ten. Um, fastest laps in the race last year, A.J. Allmendinger, 24. Tyler Reddick, 15. Brandon, or, uh, sorry, Eric Jones, um, Bill Byron, and Chase Elliott, seven. And Michael McDowell, five. And laps led last year, Chase Elliott, 30, Joey Logano, 27, A.J. Allmendinger, 24, Tyler Reddick, 21, Kevin Harvick, 4, Chastain, 3, Chris Rubel, 2, and Eric Jones, 1. And the percentage of time that this driver finished in the top 15, A.J. Allmendinger, Justin Haley, and Tyler Reddick, all 100%. Chase Elliott, 94.6%. Michael McDowell, 92 Kevin Harvick and Cole Custer, 91.1, and Chris Rebell, 90.2. And the Masons metric top 10, Denny Hamlin uh, comes in at a 7.9, Chris Rebell, 8.27, Bill Byron, 8.43, Kevin Harvick, 8.53, Justin Haley, 11.53, Chris Busher, 12.2, Chase Elliott, 12.6, Corey LaJoy, 13.03, Tyler Reddick, 13.97, and Chase Briscoe, 14.37. Past winners of the Roval, Chase Elliott has won there twice, Blaney and Bell, uh, and uh, Larson both once. And uh, average best finish, uh, Bowman, 6, Reddick, 7.3, Elliott, 8. And, yeah. So let's hear Reagan rationalize why he's wasting money on A.J. Allmendinger again this week. I am not going to pick AJ Allmendinger on a road course. This is not the Bush series. We are running cup cars now. Um, <laughs> we'll go back and there I, to see how many times he picked him in the cup series. I've picked AJ Allmendinger too many times in the cup series to realize that he has absolutely no shot on a road course in these cars. Period. End of discussion. I don't even, I'd fade him for a top 10. If I could take his odds and flip it for him to get a top 10 and say he's not going to get the top 10, I would take that bet right now. His average finish at the Roval is a 16.3. He's not finishing in the top 10. I'm all done betting A.J. Allmendinger. Damn. As good as he is on road courses, I'm all set. I am forever going to fade him. 
Damn. About time. With um, that being said, give me AJ. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. two things I'm good at: speeches and lying. No. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, again, I'm. It's a. It's a race where you got to look at the playoff guys. I feel like. Um, McDowell is the uh, kind of becoming the new Almondiner on the roadies. So he, plus nine hundred, he's worth a look. Byron's been stout. He's number three on the metric. Uh, when he won Watkins Glen, I know it was the last time that the P one of the metric won. Um, I need to do. I'm really trying to come up with a way to track those stats and the metrics. Probably get an overhaul in the offseason. but in the meantime, um. The guy that's not on the metric that I do like because I think it, the window is closing on his playoff run, and he's a guy that stage points are out the window. Let's just go for the win. Finished third here last year. I do like a Kyle Bush plus fourteen hundred. Um, and I think I'm going to go with that. I'm you know I've, I've had a hard time with betting on Kyle. But it's it's been too long since the eight has won. Let's get uh, the old eight another win in Charlotte for the people, the confused drunks who still think Junior is in the car, and let's see a Kyle Bush fourteen hundred dub. It's a, a very weird slate with the odds that uh, are being given this week. Um, so I actually like how heavily favored some guys are. And I feel like there's a lot of big, big names that are a little bit further down the list that probably shouldn't be. Um, that being said, I am not going off of, uh, I'm, I'm not going too far down the list at all. I'm actually going right to the top. I am going to just have to take Chase Elliott plus 600 on DraftKings, unless I can find it uh, a lot more or uh, a little bit. If I uh, look a little bit around, I guess, but uh, That's I just the highest that- odds. I just think that, um, you know, between all the guys that are going to be fighting for their playoff lives, I mean, you got Larson, you got, uh, you know, Martin Truex, Brad Kozlowski, Tyler Reddick, uh, like Ross Chastain, all these guys that are really good on road courses. Um, you know, there's no telling whether they're going to be even a factor at the end of the race. So um, give me a guy that I know that has playoff points completely out the window and is just going to be going out there trying to go balls to the wall. Give me old Clyde at a plus 600. I mean, Ply's not a bad bet. Hendrick cars, they're in their backyard. Um, and I was going to – Larson is – is Larson and McDowell look like they're going to be the Caesars odds boost curses this week. Um, I'm still kind of skipping the top three for my Cup Series slate. And looking at the top five, you've got an interesting mix of guys – that are right outside the playoff. So right outside or right? Let me look at the points. Um, there's a lot of, you know, with the cutoff, the cut line, a lot of interesting names floating around there at, at eighth. Uh, Reddick, Wallace, Chastain, and Tyler, they're currently the ones out. I think a couple of them are within, yeah, so like Wallace is only seven back, Chastain's eight back. So they'll be looking for stage points, trying to stage their way in. Can they do it? Ah, who knows? Um, but uh, I, I mean, I like Blaney. He's coming off a win. Outside of that, he's been kind of quiet, much like his teammates. 
I do think Chastain, he's got some road course strength. And a plus 320 for a top five, that's not a bad one. But I think I'm going to stay kind of more towards the upper end of the top five bets. Look at a guy, ninth on the metric. Tyler Reddick, it's it's he'll probably be a top three, but I'm going to take him in a top five, a plus 120. Um, I don't know. The 45, I feel like it's due a decent finish and maybe point his way past Keselowski and into the uh, – actually, I'm, I was doing the math. So he's too back of Keselowski. I think he can point his way into the into the next round for sure. A guy that, uh, you know, that, that is pretty far down the odds list that uh, I'm definitely eyeing, um, that he's probably going to be good if he goes out there has a good stage one. He'll be good probably on points to be able to not completely point his way in through stage two. Um, and he, he picked up the win there last year. I mean, Christopher Bell plus 500. For a top three, uh, I think that that's a really good bet, and uh, that's one that uh, I am going to uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to put Christopher Bell top three on my board. Uh, I'm just going with all the guys that have won there in the past, I guess, and uh, that, I just think that we're going to do it again. We're going to run it back. So I've been scrolling around. I, I've just been looking at odds, trying to compare the two different sports books that I have between Caesars and Barstool. Trying to find the best odds for myself here. And um, it's so tough for me to have to pick here. But give me a Kyle Larson to win at plus 900. Oh, you haven't even picked your winner yet. We I haven't even taken a winner yet. No, I've just been sitting here. I've been listening to you guys ramble. Listening to you guys go on and on. Trying to figure out who I want to take. What I'm thinking. What I'm feeling. Like for me to pick a winner for this race is so tough. Like I, I really just don't know who's gonna win. Like kind of a road course, anything can really happen. But especially I, I have turn turn one. Yeah, especially with the turn one there. Oh, didn't they move the restart zone though, or something for this race? Did I see that right? They're going through the chicane on restarts. Like they're racing through it, right? Like they start like in it or before it. I think they start at the first half. Before yeah. the kink. Yeah, I know they moved it so like it's half the field's not already in it, and I don't know because before they were already on the straight. Anyway, did you guys look at all the odds though for this race? I've been bouncing around a lot of things, and there's a lot of like the can the somebody ex- finish or both so, finish that I like. I don't know if this is a typo or not. I'm assuming it is. But I'm on Barstool right now. you looking and... at Todd Dillon to win? No, 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 no. It goes Martin Truex at plus 1,400. Christopher Bell at plus 1,600. And then it says Cody Ware at plus 1,800. That's got to be a typo. <laughs> Isn't he in jail? <laughs> I didn't know that Cody Ware was racing this weekend. But uh, according to Barstool Sportsbook, you can get him at plus 1,800 to win this race. I I have no worries because he's probably in prison. But you you I think we're uh, I thought you were gonna go with just the guys that are like surprisingly super high odds to win the race. I mean, Chris Rebell obviously won there last year, led two laps, so that's not really impressive. Um, I don't even know why I went with him honestly, but uh, the 
he was up there in the metric and and uh you know i think that he'll be he'll be a pretty good piece on on sunday but like ryan blaney plus 2200 uh joey logano plus 2800 i mean it's like it's like a plate race all over again but uh, that allows us to have a little bit better odds on a uh, top three or top five reagan do you got a top three lined up already or what um top three top three top three i do not at the moment but i'll I'll get back to you that in a second there's there's a both to finish top three bet on caesars that one driver killed for me it's tyler reddick which i was like oh yeah tyler reddick he, he can do top three and aj almondiner and i was like i nope mm. oh man it makes me want to take edge almondinger you know the one that's really actually kind of tempting, uh, an all to finish top five, Bell Hamlin Larson plus two thousand. That's a risky one, but that's 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 worth a look if you're uh, if you like those big number stats, big number odds. Reggie, did you find one? I did. Yeah, for my top three, give me a um, give me a William Byron top three at plus two twenty five. Willie will. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, shit. I I think that. Oh man. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> I I'm so torn because, you know, I I think that I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to change my top three bet because there's, there's really good odds on some of these guys at top fives um, that, that, you know, the Kyle Bush, Denny Hamlin, Dan Suarez, Christopher Bell, all those guys are over two plus 200 for a top five. And that's what I want for a top five bet. And I want, I, you know, I, I'm taking the winner. So I want to, I want a little bit more odds or uh, no, no, I want, yeah, I want to, I want to save for top five. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to absolutely cuck Reagan because he cucked me in the Xfinity series. And I'm going to go AJ Allmendinger for a top three at plus 275. Ew. And he, it, it's not good odds, but it, it is completely and totally just a, just a fade you play where he had the average running position of three throughout the whole race last year. He had 24 of the fastest laps last year and he led 24 laps in the race. So, uh, do I have faith in it? A little bit, actually. Uh, maybe even a little bit more than Christopher Bell. Uh, I do, however, feel like Chase Elliott's going to win the race. So I feel like this is just a toss away pick for whoever I pick. So, um, yeah, give me uh, AJ Adder Almendinger for a top three. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I can, can make a top five pretty easily now at this point i mean i, I think i'm going to switch it up i think i'm not going to go with a christopher bell i think i might be going with all guys that i don't have to worry about if they're pointing their way in i'm switching that they have the exact same odds completely straight across the board give me a dan suarez top five at plus 225 as uh you know he had uh last year in the race a uh third and a sixth in both stage one and stage two so not that that matters too much i know a lot of guys are going to be pitting and and moving their way to the back but uh i do think that you know dan suarez has proven to be uh really only good at plate races like this so hopefully he prepared and uh i also like colin so dan suarez all the uh foreigns 
the one. So I was looking at Dan Suarez because I was looking at the results. He ran pretty good there in this race last year. Was in the top 10 in both stages. But they just have not had the speed this year. Any of the track house cars, especially recently with Chastain. I don't know. I feel like him being the better of the two, he hasn't really been up towards the front in any races recently. But top five... Give me Joey Logano plus two thirty, uh, plus three twenty. I mean, even further down the list. I actually did like that one too. I, I he was so far down the list that I actually kind of forgot that he was way down there. I think that I I kind of made my play, made my bed for a top three, expecting to take that one top five, and uh, just completely forgot about it. I like it, Mason. Well, I, I started everything off my top five of Reddick, and, and I'm gonna stick with it. I don't see reason to change it. Um, but I had a rant in my head all day because when uh-huh. I looked at, when I looked at some of the notes and I was thinking about what I wanted to do, I said, like, man, this seems like a really good week for a Todd Dillon top 10. And then I see that he's not in the 38. He's in the 51. And who's in the 38? Zane Smith. Now, like, here's my rant because I've needed to get this off my chest because ever since Josh got the four, and ever since Trackhouse said they're they're, re, you know, thanks to a ridiculous purchase from Andretti Gainbridge Spire, they're going to lease a charter for him and have a third car, and everybody's going, oh my god. Stuart Haas missed the boat. Stuart Haas could have had Zane Smith, and they 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 settled for they picked Josh instead. Let's not act like Zane Smith is the second coming of Jesus. He's good, and he will be good. But he already went up and failed down, and now he's coming up again. Because let's not forget, he was in the Junior Motorsports 8 for a cup of coffee and didn't do well. And he won the Truck Series title last year, and he ran really good at the start of this year. And ever since probably, like, what, race seven, he has been a non in the Truck Series. He really hasn't had that, like, I'm a constant threat to win every race at this level. So that came to my mind after I, I my, he, he killed my Gilliland pick because I was like, man, this seems like a really good week for Gilliland top 10, but that'd be a mountain to climb in that 51 car. Um, and and Zane hasn't really been that good in the, in the Cup of car this year. Otherwise, I'd look at him at plus 350 for a top 10. I don't see why it's such a steep fall from him at plus 350 to Eric Amarillo at plus 750. Not like Eric didn't win fucking Sonoma. Um, but for my top 10, I think I'm going to go with a guy who's run top 10 here before, loves some home cooking, loves Charlotte, and teammate to my winner pick, Austin Dillon at a plus 350. He's going to be driving loose fast and free and then finish ninth. And if he hits something, he's going to hit it fucking spectacularly. Probably. And then he'll do his little flappy hands. Yeah. Little, little PBR flappy hands. Hopefully, it's not, hopefully it's not because his hands are absolutely fucking detached from his body. Um, yeah, fuck. I, 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 I don't even know. I the, So the top 10, I'm not picking any guy that's minus. I mean, we don't do that really on this no. show. Um, 
the Joey Logano plus 110. I uh, I actually love that. I think that's a really safe one. Um you know, actually, I feel like I took a couple wild cards. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Joey Logano for a top 10. I mean, Joey Logano, even if he's running 20th all day, will still somehow find a way to finish in the top 10. It's not any crazy odds, but uh, it's it's uh, good enough for me, and uh, it's good enough to make up for my uh, AJ Allmendinger pick if it doesn't hit. So, yeah, Joey Logano plus 110. Give me last year's runner-up finisher for a top 10 of Kevin Harvick at plus 120. I looked at him too. Hopefully his window doesn't fall off. Yeah. Maybe they'll tighten the bolts this week. They don't need the arrow advantage as much this week. Yeah. I'm sure they, I'm sure they figured that out after uh, last week's mishap, but uh, yeah. So uh, Chase Elliott for uh, my winner, I'll take him plus 600 and uh, top three, I'm going A.J. Allmendinger to absolutely cuck Reagan when he finishes third, plus 275. Uh, top five, Daniel Suarez, plus 225. And my top 10 bet, the uh, the old safe uh, insurance plan, Joey Logano, plus 110. I'm going Kyle Larson to win at plus 900. William Byron for a top three at plus 225. Joey Logano for a top five at plus 350. And Kevin Harvick for a top 10 at plus 120. And over here, I've got OKB8 for the win at plus 1400. Tyler Reddick, top five, plus 120. Austin Dillon, top 10 at plus 350. And my special pick of the week, I didn't mention this earlier, but I do like him to finish second again. Um, I like a Christopher Bell top Toyota plus five fifty. I feel like he he he'll be in that top three mix, third second through fifth. Um, and should be should be the front runner of the Yodas. And I'm reminded about it. I told everybody about I think a month ago. Orioles for the for the division or the American League winner. Where they're they're one step ahead. So Rangers, Rangers on Saturday. Let's go. Can Rose. I, can I change my, uh, my Kyle Larson bet? I, I still want to take Kyle Larson to win, but on Caesars, they have Kyle Larson boosted to plus twelve hundred to win. Combined boost, boost on Caesars always go well. Combined with Max Verstappen to win the F one race at Qatar or however you say Qatar. that. Yeah, have whatever some, it is. Have some culture. I, I'm not cultured. I don't know anything about F1. I just know Max Verstappen wins every single race. So by just, by just chalking Max Verstappen in as my winner, I can combine that with my Kyle Larson win at plus 1,200 instead. Just quick Perfect. Math. Yeah, we'll, we'll add it. We'll add it in there. So, uh, yeah, the, the Scott Fowler uh, lock of the week, I think, should be uh, A.J. Allmendinger to win the cup race. <laughs> I would say AJ Allmendinger for a top 10. How does that sound? Even though I complained and bitched and moaned that he's going to suck and he won't do anything this week. I don't think that that should be, I don't think that should be it at all. I think that if we're going with the the top 10 play, I mean, Joey Logano, I, I think, uh, I, I feel like that good one. about that, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, even Tyler Reddick top five, I think that's a good one. I think red dog will be up there for uh, quite a while. Plus a hundred, um, try to stay right around that just just positive line. 
I think a couple guys you got to look at for top tens, Bowman, Briscoe, Jones, and Keselowski. I think of all four of those guys, they're plus money. Bowman's been really stable here. He's at the best average. Uh, Briscoe, this is a trap that he really likes. You know, he might be a eighth through tenth kind of guy, um, but a plus one forty five. I mean, it's not terrible odds for a top ten. Eric Jones I, been finding speed. I would actually go with Chase Briscoe as the Scott Fowler lock of the week for a top ten plus one seventy five, which none of us picked, but. Uh, the only reason why I did not pick him is because I have faith that even if Joey Logano has, is driving an absolute bag of shit, somehow he'll still finish in the top 10. Um, but yeah, Chase Briscoe, I think that should be uh, the Scott Fowler lock of the week top 10. I think that he is good for that 8th, ninth, 10th area. Um, so shout out to Scott. Thank you, Scott, Thanks, for Scott. the support. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Well, we, we, did you plug only podiums? We're only yeah, looking for podiums. Well, uh, only only podiums, uh, you know. We be nice we, if I could get a shirt eventually, you know. I I had a, <laughs> I had I feel a. Like I went looking for the website, couldn't find it. it you you just got a DM. You just got a DM. Yeah, just message Jay. Yeah, message Jay. <laughs> he'll he'll hook you up. But yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, the shout out to only podiums. Thank you to to them to all for uh, all their support and uh, the merchandise that I get that uh, these two don't and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, the, the they uh they've been a supporter for the you know this entire run, and uh, you know we we only accepted a podium last week with a Ryan Blaney, so um thankful for uh for him and uh, cashing out money, and thankful for Jay for uh designing some sweet shirts, and uh yeah, I think that is it. And uh, Reagan, where where will we uh be seeing these folks? Uh, we'll be seeing them uh somewhere a little bit different than I did last week. Uh, hopefully we'll be seeing them at the cash counter. All right. We'll see you guys next week.